1: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary
2: i'm one of those folks i try to stay away from the minuses or the negatives i just look at because i I believe that you know we're blessed here in chicago a lot of uh, places that you live you don't have options that we could be talking about arlington heights or chicago and so we're we're fortunate we have we have very good choices here. Uh, but but again, I think in, in some I think when you recognize when you travel away from Chicago, you can take a step back and realize that we are fortunate to have Chicago that is such a special place. And so I want to make sure that wherever we build our stadium that we do it in a manner that pulls our fans uh, together that we can create experiences that they'll remember for multiple generations.
3: Mully and Haw Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score that's a voice of Kevin Warren you know the the more you the more you look around the better the lakefront looks right isn't that his message
4: it has nothing Think, to do yeah i mean molly we we assumed when kevin warren came to chicago that he would be in front of the stadium project mm-hmm. by wanting to do in chicago what he did in minneapolis I think that maybe this represents how much he would really like to build a stadium in the city that he loves so much. I don't know if it's leverage. And what we're talking about is a big story on Friday afternoon. Greg Hines from Crane, Chicago, who will join us at 925, talked about the Bears now. Now this is the way it's worded. And I was surprised it was this strong. I don't know what you thought, Molly, but he said that basically the team now has quietly but surely Made building a new home in the central area of Chicago its focus.
3: Yeah, that surprised me. Frankly, I I mean, I understand that um, you know they've run afoul of some tax issues in Arlington Heights, and the there what is it? There's a a hundred million dollars that the school board is arguing about, and uh, and the Bears don't want to pay that money, and they you know, but. I also know that they've bought the site, that they have uh, 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 done the demo on the actual racetrack, and that they're ready to go. By all accounts, if they can get this resolved, they're ready to go. We heard about this guy Kevin Warren's kind of love of downtown in a story about his um, uh, his day. His day uh, you know, this is what life is like for for Kevin Warren. And frankly, when I read that story, I thought of it as sort of this introduction of the the new president who was about to be making some moves. And um he didn't. I, I thought that he would be the guy that was behind maybe taking out the coach, maybe making some moves in terms of, of what they were gonna do with their head coaching position, with their all of their decisions they have to make. And and they came out and they didn't, they didn't fire the coach and they didn't kind of announce that they were making, you know, they, they fired the offensive coordinator, but they kept things in place. So I, I kind of misread that story, I feel like, in retrospect. That story might have been about exactly what Greg Hines wrote about, about them really, you know, the guy that's building the building. And that's why he's here. He did it in uh, Minneapolis and they want him to help them put together their um their new stadium and uh, apparently you know and even as i talk about this there's part of me that feels like they're still doing a little bit of a play well, with uh, well, Arlington Heights
4: i think yeah that's as appropriate i think we both maybe feel like we are being used a little bit here if we project the possibility and amplify the message and I think you're going to have a decision to make whether you are a Bears fan or not, or city of Chicago resident or not. Do you think that this latest development is an ode to what Kevin Warren thinks of Chicago as an international uh, city and destination, and, and why it deserves the Bears, and how you know how could you possibly move the Bears out of the city and away from the lakefront, or is this just cynically? one big very well thought out very well executed leverage play because getting people to believe you're about to do something you have no intention of doing is a definition of of a good leverage play and maybe that's what this is molly i i don't know but i think that there are a lot of questions to be answered before we get to the point where we can really conceptualize what the bears really would be looking at if they are going to build or consider building South of Soldier Field,
3: yeah. I I mean, look, I I I'm open to the conversation. I just don't want to get my hopes up. I feel like the fact that they have already bought the listen the land. That's that's interesting
4: though. That's interesting. Yeah, you don't want to get your hopes up because in your perfect world, and and I don't want to pour it in your mouth, but like I agree with you a little bit. In your perfect world, the Bears stay on the lakefront. They no, build a stadium there. No doubt and, about it. Yeah,
0: right. I That's- like.
3: Listen, I love Chicago. I, I want Chicago to have. Can you imagine if the Bears leave? What then? What are we looking at in that area? Right. We're looking at a stadia, a stadium that um, that that there is no real obvious use for. Mm you know, we're going to have some international soccer games or a hockey game every once in a while. Whatever it's used for, it's not going to be enough for the amount of money that went into it. And it's going to make the, you know, for me, and I'm not joking about this. If you put a building down there and you had like a light rail system to make sure everyone Mm -hmm. can move around, that's the dream, isn't it? Doesn't that make Chicago a better place? Yes. Ditto with a South Loop Stadium for the White Sox.
4: Yes. I don't know how the two projects are connected or if they are unrelated, we don't know because By light they're both rail. I just <laughs> said it. I know, but you know, that's, that, <laughs> not, that's ambitious. I like the way you're thinking you are a city planner in your spare time. But the thing of it is, is that, all right, these are expensive projects and you're talking about a city that can't really afford I, to, yeah. to go in these directions necessarily. You have to find ways to spend and afford these things. That's why when we talk to Greg Hines, I think the critical component to this is obviously the financing arm. And how exactly. do you how do you look at the the loophole or the clause that was tucked into the the twenty twenty one a twenty twenty one state budget bill that included this idea that they could have unique bonding uh, as a component to this. Enough with unique bonding. That's just a fancy way of saying it's still going to be a burden to taxpayers in the future. I'm curious to see if that's going to be the component or the mechanism they they think ideally will pay for this.
3: Yeah, I think that's a great point, David. And, and again, that's why when I say I don't want to get my hopes up, I I mean, I I would love for the Bears to stay on the lakefront. And I frankly think it looks beautiful when that is televised and when – You know, I I think we got to figure out the Soldier Field conundrum because that is not a place that you're going to be able to knock down to build your parking lot for your $2.6 billion stadium, right? And I think there's a lot of questions about what then goes there and how do you use the place. It's a landmark structure, uh, even if they messed with it when they did the uh, rebuild of it. But it would be great if people didn't lose jobs in the city, if you still had um, pe- workers from the stadium still able to work where, uh, where they do and there isn't any kind of um, a group of people in Chicago itself that are sort of ostracized while this is happening. So I've, I love all that stuff. I love the use of the, of the city, and I love the idea of, like, rebuilding – uh, in different areas, I, I just don't know how realistic the financials are.
4: I, I don't either Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. 67 67 maybe people have thoughts on this, Mully. but the other aspect of this, beyond the financing component, beyond the you know, architectural and you know the, the city component, the Bears identified Arlington Heights for another significant important reason. They could own their own stadium. They could they could print their own money and they could be, you know, they they, they could definitely take advantage of this uh, uh, addiction to the NFL that we have in America. And I just don't know in Chicago, would that be the case? I don't think that would be the case if they are still going to be leasing land or a stadium from the, the Chicago Park District. I would think that would not be as attractive or appealing to a Bears organization as what they would envision building and and profiting from in Arlington Heights.
3: Well, and that seems to be a major, major issue, doesn't it? I mean, that's the last thing the Bears want. I mean, you want to give the Bears free land to build their stadium? I'm sure they'd happily take it. But, I mean, this whole idea of the Bears as tenant, they they are looking to – if the Bears want to increase the value of their franchise – having their own stadium that they build and, you know, the value of the franchise would allow them to do that. That makes the, the ownership so much more money when they eventually sell the thing, whether they sell a partial uh, majority of ownership or whether whatever eventually happens. And it will eventually happen because, you know, there are probably mechanisms in place for the, for the generation of McCaskies that are left, but I would doubt that you can extend that as the size of the family is growing. It, it's just a difficult thing to envision. Um, so I, I think that at some point they'll have to sell that team, and, and that is one of the things they understand when they talk about building the Arlington Heights property up.
4: I do wonder this, and I, this is potentially an unfair question, but, but it did cross my mind. When the Bears embarked on this a little bit over a year ago and Kevin Warren came to town, I think the assumption was because they bought the land and paid $197 million, Molly, on the Arlington Park property, that this was going to be the direction they go. There'll be some some maybe some roadblocks, some obstacles you have to remove and get past, but this is the way they're going to go. Were they did this one hundred million dollar, you know, impasse or the the gap between the property value and this this little this little hiccup, if you will, that catch them off guard? Should they have anticipated that? Is this a sign of the bears not being able to, you know, have the great deal maker make a deal, or is this all part of the process in getting what you want at Arlington Heights?
3: Yeah, I think it's that they ladder. I think that 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 you know, right now, if you were um, counting on that money to improve your school system, you're probably kind of choking uh, on your coffee as you read the story. But you know you can still sell that property. That the, the two hundred million that they spent on that property, there's that, that's there's still value to the property. They they don't have to um, sound like they're just gonna eat two hundred million dollars. And and I think that again they're gonna flip it. Well, that's I, what they'll do. They, but There but are people not, that would they're be They're not interested. flippers. I know, but they're not property flippers. No, but they're also – they're not going to build it up and flip it. They would flip it and then let someone yeah. build it up. But my point is, when they spent that money, I think the franchise became more valuable because they had a place now where they well, no could doubt. build the building. So if I'm buying the Bears – and I've got, hey, all, you know, I've got endless funds if I can afford a football team. If I'm going to partner up with them or get involved in this thing, hey, you got a place for me to build my $2.6 billion building? I mean, I got like $20 billion, presumably, if I'm buying a football team and getting past the NFL to do so. Um, yeah, I, I would be interested. So I think they've increased the value of the franchise just by doing that. I wonder, and, and we'll ask Greg Hines this too, um, if it's a private public partnership of some kind, does the value of the team suffer from, mm-hmm. from not owning their own
4: building outright? It's a fair question. I also think an interesting little sidelight too is that this unique bonding clause that I referred to, mm-hmm. it expires at the end of this year. And it was tucked in in the 2021 bill but it expires at the end of this year. And it could be used for, you know, a lot of different uh, financing mechanisms, but this is what's interesting about it. If it can only be used once, or if it can only be used for one project is Jerry Reinsdorf and Kevin Warren, are they competing for use of that clause to help finance their respective stadium projects? Because Listen, they both want the land, they both want the facility, and they both have, you know, can justify going in that direction.
3: Well, then, you know, let the bidding begin, and <laughs> and whoever can get there first, start, you know, start shoveling, right? I mean, as I said to you, we heard how quickly the Bears were going to move, or excuse me, the White Sox were going to move on this uh, south uh south loop deal if that's the case then they better pick it up let's go get to it and if someone's trying to hold them off i'm sure we'll learn about it
4: it would be very interesting in that context so we were expecting you know before mid-february maybe an announcement related to the white Sox ballpark in the south loop i do wonder how this latest development impacts that timetable if it does at all because wouldn't it be something If we talk to Greg Hines and this story continues to progress and the Bears are studying land in the south lot and the White Sox hold a press conference to announce their plans to build a stadium in the south loop, I'm like, okay, what's going on here? A lot of development, a lot of possibilities, a lot of fun.
3: As long as everybody does their own building, I'm all good with everything, right? I mean, that sounds great, providing you build your own building.
4: Yeah, I I think that is the ideal situation, but I think that we would not be talking about this if there weren't some sort of government uh, so, uh, lever that they would feel like they could pull and take advantage of a loophole or a clause that, that maybe you know puts off, puts off what they have to pay for. and those bonds can be stretched for years.
3: So you feel there's like a stadium race, like almost like a space race. Whoever I- gets to the moon first has the moon.
4: These are two competing stories. I don't know if they are connected or not, but it's impossible to separate them in your mind if you are a Chicago sports fan. You want the Sox to you know, take the progressive route to the South Loop and revitalize their organization. Meanwhile, you have the Bears who could definitely make a lot of people happy and stay where they belong, on the lakefront in the city of Chicago. Yeah, I do think that those are two competing stories, and I wonder which one is going to culminate first.
3: Oh, it's fun stuff to think about. We're going to uh, uh we're going to uh, uh uh bring in the man himself, the man who wrote the story, Greg Hines we will talk to him about what he's hearing with all this stuff including uh the idea of a uh of a stadium race. I love it. I don't think stadiums can run, but yeah, <laughs> the, there will be a race. I love it. We'll do that next, Molly and Hans.
1: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month.
3: New iPhone 15s? It's over here.
1: Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.
2: Fortunately, most of the issues that I deal with now I've dealt with before, and anytime you build a stadium project, you have to make sure you explore all of your options. So it wasn't necessarily that big of a pivot. Even before I accepted the job here, I was always looking for what are the the places that would fit? Uh, What would would our our fans embrace? So it wasn't uh, too much of a pivot. It just makes sure we have to keep our options open.
3: Mullion Hall, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. That is uh, the voice of Kevin War- uh, Warren of the Bears, and he um, wants to keep his options open. And apparently, the options are more focused now on the South Loop option, which I don't know. I don't know if it's uh, really open, David, or if it isn't, or if. Uh, If that's something that the Bears are going to be able to do, if it's all kind of talk, it's hard to figure out exactly how to view it.
4: Well, when it's worded as if they have made a new home in the central area of Chicago, it's focus. That doesn't necessarily mean that it is walking away from the Arlington Heights possibility. It just means right now, perhaps, they're focused on exploring all the different scenarios All the different possibilities, and I would think that without you know it's hard not to read too much into it because of what it implies. Because the headline saying the Bears' real focus is the lakefront, not Arlington Heights, but they would probably tell you that this falls under the category category of due diligence because they want to explore every possibility at every potential site, and certainly the city of Chicago has got to be one of the potential sites.
3: Yeah, I gotta be honest with you. I don't know how um I don't know how to feel about it. Uh I just feel like uh like the stadium stuff, it, it's a lot of hopes and dreams and kind of um it's just not enough action as fast as I want it to happen. That's all. All of it. Whether it's Arlington Heights, whether it's downtown, whether it's the South Loop, whatever. I just, I would, uh, I'm, I'm more impatient and I'm more about getting it done than I am about them weighing all their options.
4: Well, you want to see signs of progress. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of this comes back to what is your level of confidence in Kevin Warren and how does it, uh, how, how, how much do you trust him to get this done the way that it happened? in minneapolis for the minnesota vikings here's the one thing i think is difficult to remove from the equation if you are a bears fan and i certainly don't want to tell bears fans how to view this and and i'm not i'm only i'm I'm wondering if this is the case kevin warren we have criticized here for talking big and then going into the offseason and acting small when it came to his head coach position that there was a lot of lofty rhetoric that, frankly, wasn't backed up with those kind of bold results. You embraced Matt Eberflus, you brought him back, and Kevin Warren's the president. Molly, I wonder if that kind of disappointment or that kind of cynicism that's earned factors into the level of confidence you have in him to pull this off because he was brought here for this primarily. This was going to be priority one, the stadium project, and here we are a year later, and it doesn't feel like we're much closer.
3: The only thing, the only way the stadium project works is if you are going to pour a lot of dough into it. So if I think if you have decided that you're building your own stadium and you're going to do it wherever it is, as long as you have money behind you and as long as you have the finances to get it done, then you're going to get it done. I don't see, I, I you know, I got to be honest with you. I even thinking about the footprint where you would build a state of the art dome I don't see that happening without expanding kind of to where the you know I I understand that like the the um I I just have a hard time envisioning that popping up there without you know kind of Taking the the black former the building that was the former um, McCormick Place and mm-hmm. is the Airy Crown Theater still in there? I don't know what's going on there, but we know that that the um, the, the kind of a convention center is almost moved across the street, right? So I I I just don't know spatially how you would fit it in in that spot.
4: I don't either. I mean, that's a lot of the unknowns.
3: Where are we parking? Does anyone have a car?
4: Where are we parking? Underground? Could we? Wait, wait. (laughs) Is this where Dustin's uh, floating parking lot would be acceptable? Kind of put a big parking structure in the lake. That's that would be it. And then we could
3: all we could all come back and say, oh, you know, unfortunately, there was a wave and your cars are gone."
4: But here's the thing, Molly. Yeah, right. Uh, When. We're trying to reach Greg Hines to get more explanation here. But in his story, it says this. If the team gets its way under plans that could go public soon, it will get on the parking lot just south of Soldier Field a brand-new state-of-the-art Dome Stadium, one capable of hosting the Bears and Final Four basketball, Super Bowls, and other things, which is a great question to ask Greg Hines. And we will do so
3: now. Greg Hines joins us on the score hotline presented by Circa Sports Illinois. Greg, of course, columnist with uh, Crane Chicago Business. Greg, good morning. How are you?
5: I'm all right. How are you guys? We're all
3: fired up. Uh, We're all trying to figure out. We spend a lot of time daydreaming about stadia these days whether it's in the south loop or the lakefront or arlington heights um you know reading your story it is fascinating to consider that the bears have somehow fallen in love with this spot and they are uh interested in getting this done and that is their focus is this just a reaction to the tax issue in arlington uh heights are they trying to force an issue or are they really have they actually turned their focus
5: well i actually think there's a lot of there's a lot of answers to that uh, question um part of it indeed is the situation out in arlington heights uh where uh, they haven't gotten the kind of tax breaks they wanted uh, only last week and there was a standoff uh, before a cook county taxing agency with where, where the two parties are 100 million dollars apart on the value of the uh, former racetrack property Part of it is that the cost of doing this big mega development uh, out in Arlington Heights has soared, along with inflation. The you know, price of groceries has gone up. Well, the price of, uh, the price of uh, doing the big kind of project they wanted out there has gone up. And this is for a team and, and a family that has never been known for, uh, for having terribly deep pockets as these things go. Uh, you know, the McCassys have this asset, and that's about it. They don't want to dilute ownership. Uh, They don't want to borrow a lot of money, at least they never have. So the difficulty of doing that has has become more apparent, whereas in the city, because you're probably dealing with a smaller site and not as many ancillary stuff. You're not talking as much money. Um, You have had a change in administrations at City Hall. Uh, 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 The Bears in particular, uh, their former president, uh, Ted Phillips, didn't get along with Lori Lightfoot at all. uh, they talk to each other, but barely. There were all kinds of disagreements through the years, and finally, you have a new president uh, in uh, in Kevin Warren, who's a city guy. Uh, he doesn't live up by Lake Forest. Uh, he doesn't live out in the burbs somewhere like Mr. Phillips does. He lives in downtown Chicago, uh, and he seems to genuinely think that uh, there's uh, that, given the fact that uh, that football is not just. A game anymore. It's 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 entertainment. It, it it's showbiz. Uh, well, what's a better backdrop for entertainment and showbiz? It's going to attract eyeballs. Is it cornfields out out around Arlington Heights, or is it downtown Chicago in the lakefront? It's a it's a better it makes it a better TV set. If if you were um, you add all that together, and uh, what I'm hearing is that uh, from uh, from key people in Springfield, from ranking people at City Hall, uh, and from people around the team, is that yeah, this is sincere. It's not an effort to uh, to uh, lever a better deal in Arlington Heights, although that could happen if they don't work it out with the city. Uh, that they genuinely are interested, in this and they're making a run at it. That's what the, that's what I'm told.
4: Greg, great story. I'm just curious. Can you help us understand, or could you explain this unique bonding clause that you referred to that is part of the law? governed by the Illinois Sports Facilities Authority and expires at the end of the year, and how that would be used to help finance whatever bear structure and how it relates possibly to what the White Sox are envisioning in the South Loop. Can both teams use this unique bonding clause?
5: Well, there's an agency called the uh, Illinois Sports Facilities Authority, uh, and uh, it helps finance stadia. Uh, it, uh, it, it paid uh, the bill for, uh, for guaranteed Rate right field, uh, and it paid the bonds uh, for uh, uh, the renovation of Soldier Field. Um, the guaranteed rate bonds are almost about all paid off. Uh, the Soldier Field bonds have a, have a way to go. Anyhow, like all state agencies, they're limited by law on how many bonds they can issue. Uh, they ha- only have one source of money. That's a 2% tax on hotels. That's the revenue to uh, uh, to pay off the bonds. But they're limited how much they can, they can do, except, except, there's an interesting little clause that was tucked into a state budget bill a couple of years ago that lifts that cap for refinancing uh, of, of bonds, uh, providing the refinancing happens by the end of this year. Well, they have several hundred million dollars of bonds that they could refinance. Uh, they could extend the term. Uh, they could uh, maybe add on to it. They have some, uh, some, uh, uh, some bonds they pay paid off completely. You add all that together and there's a pot of gold there. And, uh, Whatever you think of Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner of the White Sox, and whatever you think of the Macassies, they know how to sniff out gold, and both are interested in tapping that source. Don't know yet how much it is, whether it's enough, but, uh, but sources close to both are saying they are both interested in that, and we'll see what happens.
3: I'm curious, you know, when the Bears bought the property for $197 million around Arlington Heights, uh, you know, they've already knocked down the racetrack. They own that property. Um, and we talked about the idea that it made the value of the the team higher just by owning the property, just by having a place where if they were to one day decide to sell the team where anybody could come in, maybe buy the team, presumably if you're buying a football team, you got multiple billions, and then build a stadium, etc. cetera. Um, would that still be the case if they were building a building downtown, in other words, if, if you were entering into sort of a public private um, and I, I would imagine they'd have to, since it's park money or, you know, land and you'd have to, you're not going to give it to them. You would kind of lease it to, I don't know how they'd work it out, but does that mean that the, that the, the, um, the stadium wouldn't be worth as much in terms of the price of the team as it would be if it was a private stadium in Arlington Heights. Uh,
5: my suspicion is that uh, uh, the Bears would not own a city stadium. They would lease it. Somebody else would own it. <clears throat> um, uh, probably uh, the, the Sports Facility Authority, maybe the Park District. Um, and, yeah, that would be an asset they wouldn't carry on their books, but they wouldn't carry all the liabilities either. Uh, so it's kind of a wash, whereas out in Arlington Heights, uh, it, it would uh, it would be their project. Um uh, they may be in a position to get more help uh, financially in the city uh, than they are uh to do this um, but uh, uh the bottom line is is that it, uh, is it uh, I think is they're going to do what the bottom line dictates um uh and right now uh that although they haven't gone public and haven't explained it, they seem to be very fascinated with the Chicago concept and seem to think. It's a better deal. We'll have to have them explain it and, and tell us why it's better than owning a piece of property. <clears throat> but I'm going to repeat again that uh, the team ownership the McCaskey House is, is, this, is a, this is a family. They have limited assets, as, as you go. I mean, they're not the kind of sports billionaires some other, some other owners are. Um, I don't think they want to dilute ownership by bringing in new folks, and they don't want to borrow a bunch of money. So that kind of limits what they can do a little bit curious
4: you mentioned this you say that plans that could go public soon is it your understanding i mean you, this is a great scoop but is it your understanding that the bears plan to propose this publicly to try to float a trial balloon or whatever with with and, and they have they gone so far as to have renderings of a, of a future uh stadium what it looks like back in during the season they released a video of what they envisioned. are they close to coming public with a proposal
5: I think so. Um, uh, If if they want to take advantage of this provision uh, in the the law on the bonds, they've got to do it this year. The legislature's in session now. It'll be in session until uh, probably around the the end of May, uh, around Memorial Day. Then the legislature breaks and uh, and comes back uh, for what's known as a veto session in the fall, where a lot of legislation like this kind of runs. My hunch is that they're is that the fall is probably more likely than the spring, but uh, there is no question that uh, uh, they seem to be getting ready. And uh, they're aware, very aware of the timetable.
3: I, I'm just curious how like, you know, friends of the park might feel about building a giant stadium in park land next to soldier field. And, you know, sort of the, the problems that they had with even the soldier field uh, reconstruction, and the idea that nobody would go along with George Lucas and his um, his idea for a Star Wars stadium or whatever, you know, it just seems like when you're talking about the city, I know everybody loves conceptually the the city and the, but the reality of it that is that you're entering into also some difficulty here.
5: The real question isn't what Friends of the Parks thinks. Friends of the Parks, you are correct; uh, they almost certainly would would vigorously oppose us. But it's not so much what they think; it's what the what the courts think, because that's where they would uh, that's where they would have to prevail. Um, the, uh, the Lucas Museum folks, faced by opposition of, from Friends of the Parks and faced by a court suit, they chose to pick up their ball and go home. They never fought to thing through the courts, so we don't know whether the courts ultimately would have blocked the thing or not. Um, uh, There is a case on point that's not exactly the same, but it's very similar. That's the Obama Presidential uh, Center, which is now rising uh, on Chicago Park District property a little bit further down the south side. Um, There are opponents to that. They went to court. uh, They argued about it, and the court said, hey, if the public body involved the city council and the Park District thinks that this is a... A good use of property that's in the public interest. Well, what the heck? Uh, uh, they have a right to do it. Now, the Soldier Field property, or the, 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 both Soldier Field and the parking lots next to the south, it's not exactly the same. It's not just park property. It used to be underwater, uh, so it, there's some special rules that govern it. Um, but as part of what the Bears seem to be floating here, uh, they're offering a little sweetener. They're saying, hey, if we did this, this would probably be part of uh, part of something in which uh, most of Soldier Field would be demolished. I mean, you don't need it anymore. Uh, it, it's obsolete as a stadium. Uh, we'd, we'd leave up the, uh, the historic uh, colonnades and, and some other features, but the bulk of it would be torn down and turned into, guess what, parks, play space, green, uh, athletic fields, and so forth. Uh, and you put that in the hopper, too, along with any court case, and I'm not quite sure how it would turn out, but it's certainly uh, an interesting move.
3: Presumably you'd be parking under that uh, that grassy park, right, because they've got to find a place to put the cars. Great stuff. Really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks, Eric. Greg. Good job. Anytime, guys. That is Greg Hines from uh, – yeah, Yeah, I've I got to be honest with you, David. you still got to figure out where to park. I mean that's a big part of
4: it. I would think that they would not go this far if they do go public with their plans without having some sort of parking explanation or plan. That's it's it's inconceivable that they would get this far without knowing where to park the cars. Because one of the reasons Soldier Field has kind of is is a problem now is because of the parking, mm-hmm. right? That's sure. one of the biggest problems. In, in that area on, yeah. on game day. So good stuff from Greg Hines though.
3: Yeah, good to talk to him. We're gonna to talk to Dan and Lawrence next. It's Molly and Haw on the score.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.